Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast <laughs> land? Oh, what a day. Um, we're so glad for you to be with us yes. today. And um, I am Pastor Hank. I'm the pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Producer Dan is about to lose it over there. And um, and with me again today, i got Miss Mona. What's hey, up, hey, Home everybody. Slice? Hey, You figured out what that word means yet? N- no. Just what you've told me, so. Hey. Hey. We're tight. Anyway, <laughs> it got Producer Dan over hey, there. hey. Who was laughing uh, when I'm we good. came on We're air? Good. All right, We're and good. then we got Youth Pastor Drew one Ooh. more time. How you do- <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> Great to be here. I guess I'm taking it all in. Yes. What does that mean? My, my father told me this is the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up on that. <laughs> I was wondering what you would think. Taking it all in. I guess. But anyway, hey, we're and sort of we we've had them with with us the past two. Um, sort of a reason. Um, they'll be starting their own podcast um, in January, not January 21st, Dan. Don't stress <laughs> it. January 21? <laughs> so, um, but they'll be doing that called something along the lines of the Goose of Grace. I can't I, wait for them to explain <laughs> that to you. So, so you have to explain it to themselves, I think, first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Dan does. So how are you doing there, Miss Mona? Well, you guys had me laughing so much, so I, my, now my throat is all <laughs> messed up. But it's okay. It's good. We've... we've we we, we come in here, <laughs> we have some good laughs, and then we hit the word. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a good time. Anything strapping? I'm doing good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you asked her. Well, I was get You see, a breath means I'm about to say something. That's how this works. I thought you were moving on. <laughs> now I was going to ask how you and Dan are doing. Uh, I'm doing great as well. <laughs> And youth pastor Drew just left the left building. The building. <laughs> no, but I will say, you know, we're this is is quickly becoming the highlight of mm-hmm. of my week. Um, not just because you know we do we have a blast, and and anybody I hope that hears this podcast understands like we love doing what we do here. Uh, but also being able to combine that with uh, just sharing the word with others, and and I want to just point out something like. I know right now with everything going on with COVID, social distancing, you know, I'm a big fan of it. I think it's great. At the same time, just be aware of opportunities to share the word with others because the word is always better when you can share it with people that you love. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Amen. You you okay now? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, youth pastor Drew well, had to leave room. the room. So anyway, <laughs> hey, we, it is a good time. I mean, it's Absolutely. good to laugh. And I know I'm saying this again. If you're going to be... Um, in ministry with me, and this is part of my ministry and my calling, I believe, is to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I'm serious. Basically, when I'm behind the pulpit, mm-hmm. um, you know, or doing a Bible study or, or teaching, I, I teach FCA, and um, in here, when we get into the Word, but the opening part, man, it's just good to laugh. Yep. So many people are just... Just don't laugh. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Better than what I was thinking. Um, and it, it, it really, I mean, we have so many Christians out there that, you know, my phraseology of, they're just Eeyore mm-hmm. Christians. 
I love Jesus. Well, why don't you tell your face? Anyway, <laughs> you ought to smile every so often. Um, man, it, you know, the song is I've got the joy, joy, joy down yes. in my heart. Not I've got the Eeyore, Eeyore, Eeyore <laughs> down in my heart. Um, but anyway, so, hey, I want to ask Miss Mona, once again, this is sort of her do. Um, read the passages for us again. Kay. And then I'm going to ask Drew to pray after you read the passage. Kay. If you would. Yep. Okay. All right, so we're in um, Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, and um, we're going to carry on from last week. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us, us four to be here and um, just talk about you and, and dig deeper in your word, Lord. And thank you for um, whoever's listening for this, Lord. Just um, bless them through this, Lord. And um, let this be a great outreach for you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Um, just a thought here. As we do begin to, uh, we know um, we're getting ready to praise the Lord, flip the calendar yes. on 2020. <laughs> Can I get a witness yes. in the house? Um, and as you go into 2021, a couple of things that I really, from my heart, number one, I want you to um, not, not I, I'm not big on, you guys know a few things I'm not big on, I'm not big on read the Bible through in a year. If you do, praise the Lord. I, I know some people, um, I think Mona, <laughs> yep. she just bought, she's big into that. <laughs> and um, so there's a difference in us. And the other thing is, I'm not really big on New Year's resolutions. Mm, no. Nah. You know, they last, the average lasting is, I think, six days Yeah. <laughs> um, for most of those. But I don't want you to make a resolution. I want to encourage you to make two commitments. Number one, to read your Bible daily. Yes. I may not be all about reading it through in a year, but I am about reading it. Yep. So, um, and if you, listen, I, I, I've had this conversation with Nona. If you want to read it through in a year, praise the Lord. Yep. I mean, go for it. I'm not, yep. I'm not thinking I'm smarter and holier now because I'm not about that. It's just not how I see fit to do it and, and not my reading schedule. And secondly, of equal importance is be in church. Yes. Uh, you know, we'd love, if you're in our area, um, love to have you um, uh, come to Marion Baptist Church. We'd love to have you. You can find us on Facebook on Sundays, but it's nothing like being in person. Yep. yep. want to encourage that. Don't be lazy. Yep. If you can be here, you ought to be in church. It's something about the the moving of the Holy Spirit, the presence of Jesus, and the um, uh, permeating of our souls by the Holy Spirit that we in the presence. It's just it's something different. So I want to encourage you guys to do that as, as you go into this new year. And um, I'll be praying for you. I want to encourage you, if you have a question about something with us, um, go to www.mosaicofmarion.com. Miss Mona checks our all of our emails. They'll go directly to her. Yeah. Oh, I check it. Yep. Okay, yeah. I don't have anything to do with it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you're the only one checking it. So yes, they go directly to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. So give us a shout. If, you know, if there's a topic, you know, we're open. We're she and I are working on the schedule for next year. We are. <laughs> well, I did ask you what we want to talk did. about. Thank you. But so in my mind, we're working okay. on a schedule for All next right. year. 
So if there's something you really, is there's a topic um, that you really want us to deal with, we'd love your opinion and your feedback. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll we'll see if we can't get to it. So anyway, let's just dive in. So we we actually got around to, I really liked our last podcast. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. Um, and we we got into the names, and after a little squabble with my son <laughs> over whether wonderful <laughs> and counselor should go together, ESP um, says they do. Um, other ones say they don't, and I believe it. I just I believe as I studied the Bible. And read it that I believe they should be used as two different ones, but I'm not down on that hill either. But we dealt with wonderful, miraculous, marvelous, mm-hmm. um, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. There's just some terms about it. So I'm gonna let you kick us off, Ms. Mona, with what you think about counselor. Let's okay. go with counselor. So the next name is counselor, and we and I will back up just a minute. I always do this to him, but just to remind us that when it talks about his name and that's revealing his character. And so as we talk about these names that are revealed to us here in um, this verse, then we are talking about the character of Jesus mm-hmm. and who yeah. he is based on his character. So as we get into counselor, um, it really reminded me of um, when, and we sort of talked about it in the last podcast also, but when we dealt with Hebrews and talked about how Jesus... Um, suffered the way that we suffered, was tempted in the way that we were tempted, and um, experienced, he sympathizes with our weaknesses. And so he can be our counselor in that he has complete understanding of everything that we are going through. Um, He also... Doesn't that um, mean a lot to us? Yes, yes, so much, so much. Um, That, you know, just anything that we're struggling with he's dealt with already. And so, um, and he has that wisdom, um, that he can give to us to, to help us to know how to deal with that situation. So I've got a question. So are you trying to tell me that it's better to go to Jesus first than, uh, the gossip on the corner or the loud mouth that knows it all? Please go to Jesus first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just want to clear. I just want a point of clarification there. Okay. So yes, please go to Jesus first. Um, absolutely. Because he's the only one who truly knows. And because he has that wisdom, he has the understanding. Um, he can give us that guidance. He can give us that direction. He can give us the wisdom that we need for no matter what it is that we're facing. And so as the, our counselor, um, and maybe that's why wonderful, um, maybe that's why they tend to put those two together is because he really is a wonderful counselor. He really is the only counselor that we need. Yes, it is good for us to um, have people in our lives that we can um, be accountable to and bounce things off of, and they can give us a voice um, that, and that's important, but he is the, the, only true counselor that we need. And he is, I think he is a wonderful counselor. And so I, and whether it's two separate things or not, I think that they connect together also. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I just don't want you to think that I'm saying don't ever seek counsel from somebody else. No, I'm not just saying at all. don't go to these yes. people that as soon as you hear it, you know, right. Telephone, well, telemarketer, tele, fill in the name. Right. And when you can, you know, and you can, <laughs> and you, you know, you've heard it said that, you know, have you prayed about it more yeah. than you've complained about it? Yeah. That's, that is one of my biggest pet peeves is, 
when people you know come to me, I've heard when they come to dad, I, you know, when people come to me, <clears throat> whether it's youth or just people, you know, seeking guidance and like, hey, I have a question for you, and they, you know, they tell me their problems, and my first question is always, have you talked okay. to God about right. it? <clears throat> my biggest pet peeve is that. He didn't. Well, he didn't answer. Right? I didn't hear anything. God is never going to leave you out to dry. Mm-hmm. And so you saying that just shows me that you either a haven't given God time to answer, or really didn't go to him. Right. You just want me to tell tell well, you. Or I third one, or they didn't like the answer they got. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And I mean, it's, it's just one of my biggest happen. pet peeves because yeah. I like <clears throat> I have so many people who say that to me every time they come to me, and it's the same people. Like they just come to me every time. Hey, I need help, your help with this. Pray for me. I'm like, okay. Did you pray? Did you pray about it? Did you talk to God about it? Yeah, but I just didn't hear anything. Like God's never going to do that. There's never right. going to be a time in your life where you go to God and you're truly going to God to hear something, not just going through the motion so you can seek help elsewhere. But you're truly going to God and seeking His face and going to Him with your problems. There's never going to be a time He does not answer. Yeah, He's, He's not just going to shut you out. Right. Or I will give you one caveat. Sometimes if you're going to him with the same problem over and over, well, if he answered it the first time, he doesn't need to answer it the 55th yep. time. He's given, so to your point, it's true. He's given you the answer. You just don't like the right. answer. Right. So don't come to me trying to get me to change God's mind and, and, and on I, your issue yeah. when he's already given you the answer. And, and now, like my dad prefaced, I'm not saying don't come to me. Like, by all means, come to me. I'll help you as much as possible. But don't come to me and say, I didn't hear anything from God. Right. Right. Well, and to go along with that, the the other thing that that I I know I'm guilty of, and I've seen other people do it, is we always say, "Well, I got so desperate, I went to God, and God's the last resort." No, that's your first resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, don't waste time with all the other supposed counselors that are imperfect and can't give you what you need. Go to the. Hold on. Let's look at it. Wonderful counselor, (laughs) or the counselor who is also wonderful. Yes. uh, First thing. And you know, listen, I want to make this statement. I have people in my life that I go to for wise mm-hmm. counsel. Yeah. Right. I I don't have, but here's the problem I think a lot of us make and we get ourselves in, in trouble is we'll have 15 people. No, I have like three. Right. Yep. You know, that that's it. I have a couple of Pauls in my life. P-A-U-L-S. <laughs> Lisa Miners. I have a couple of <laughs> Pauls in my life that that I go to. Okay, and then I have a you know go back to I have a couple of Timothys that I think I'm there for them, so you got to make sure, Drew. I want you to read Second Samuel, um, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-three. Now in those days, the council that yep Ahithophel gave was as if one consulted the word of God. So it was all the council of that name again, sustained by both by David and by Absalom. There, the key, the key there is not the name. <laughs> I forgot the name. Thank the name was in there. The key is what? It was as if the counsel was of God. right. And that that David agreed with it and looked to it. So is your counsel, and and when you're trying to have, um, be in somebody's Paul, you got to make sure you got the mind of Christ in you also. Yes. So, okay, so there's anything else about counselor? Mm -hmm. How about this one? Mighty God. Mm -hmm. I'll jump in. (laughs) Literally translates mighty warrior. Yes. Uh, think about that picture, mm. yo. All these people that want to say, oh, God is love. <laughs> oh, he's just a big grandpa in this guy. Let me tell you what he is. He's a consuming fire and he's a mighty warrior. Yes. He's the captain of our salvation there in Joshua uh-huh. chapter, whatever. He was the one standing there looking back that Joshua's like, you force or against us? I think Joshua's like, because if you're against us, we're gone. <laughs> 
He's not. He's not the man upstairs. Yeah, he's, no, he's not the man upstairs. I, you know, that's don't don't even get me started. Well, I and, can't stand and that. Go, we got somebody of, in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of go along with it, though, like what I love about this passage is none of these things mean the exact same thing. So you know, you say, well, which one is God? Yes. Oh, so yeah, God yeah. is a hundred percent every single one of these, and they we tend to pick and choose what we like. You know, nobody's like, oh, that's why I, the ones go to God. Is absolutely. Love. Nobody, nobody's going, Oh, I love God. He's such a great judge. I love being judged by God. You know, but, Said nobody. Yeah, that's the thing. You never <laughs> hear that. I would rather uh, say God is mercy. Yeah. But, but in order for, for God to be perfect in the difference between, uh, among many other things between between God and us is he is all of these things a hundred percent and and it just it dumbfounds me because these things are not as separate as we think no, like no. we were just talking about judgment and mercy if he wasn't the perfect judge we wouldn't need the mercy and if he didn't give us mercy we would all be found guilty so those yeah. two things go hand in hand you know so like glove in hand there you go glove in hand so it but it all ties back into what Mona started with about it's his character. Yeah, yes. Yep. Really, his names are his character. Yes. I mean, let's just, we can just settle that for once and for all. That's really what all those names mm-hmm. are about. And and so if you were here for the um, the youth candlelight and, and they really focused on the names of Jesus, which I thought was excellent. But so they, and one part of it was from A to Z, they gave names of God. Now, so that's what's 26 letters in the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Okay, last time I checked. Yep. Um, but do you know the list that Drew had had found and gotten? Let me just tell you this. 3 pages. 3 pages A to Z. Crazy the and doesn't even scratch the surface. Yeah, no, no yeah. you and you could have went more. You know, no, some you just got to stop. No, and, and and no one letter had just one. It mm-hmm. was they had multiple. Yeah. And and so it was really hard to pick. I had a lot of time to debate. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, what's what's your thoughts about Mighty God? Um, it, go ahead. It shows he's an active God, like active, like he, you know, he's he's there. He's not just you know, like like I said earlier, he's not just the man upstairs. Right. He's not just some presence we think about as. If you, you want to know, know why Drew keeps saying the man upstairs, because he's trying to get me to get riled up. <laughs> I am. Um, no, but he's he's just not this figure that we, uh, you know, you, you think about once a day. He, he's an active God. He he is he is there every day. He's he, he's everywhere. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent, and. And so he's omnipotent. Omnipotent. He, and so what? What? When I think of mighty, I think of an active person. You know, mm-hmm. no one sitting on my couch. If I sit on my couch, like obviously I've done, <laughs> I'm not going to be a, a specimen of mighty. You know, when people think of Drew Bezos, they don't think mighty. <laughs> but you know, but when, when when you go to the gym and you see these guys who worked out daily, 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 those are like mighty guys. They're strong. And so when I think of God, I think I'm of thinking him they're crazy. As I mean, I do too. Um, <clears throat> But I think of him as active, like, as an active God. He, he's there. He's active in everyone's life. Not you know, not just mine. Not just Dad's. He's everyone's life. He's a mighty God, right? And that it's the that mighty speaks of his power, and um, and when we think about that power, and we think about um, you know, as we think about who Jesus is and and um, the things that we are in the midst of, the things that we. You know, life is hard, and 2020 has been hard, and yet we can think about God's power in the midst of those difficulties, in the midst of those struggles, that He is mi- He is mighty and powerful, and 
just ignore that noise. <laughs> that we can um, deal with that. That he can give us everything that we need in the midst of those difficulties. He can give us... <laughs> Hank is cracking up, and now I've totally lost it. Pastor Hank has left the building. <laughs> well, So while you try to find... I'm going to say this. Um, I, I, I think there's a reason he, he, it went wonderful counselor, mighty God. Because in order... You know, in order for him to be a wonderful counselor, he has to be a mighty God because mm. he has to, you know, he's fa- like he's helping us face our fears. Yep. And if he was not a mighty God, he would not be able to help us face all our fears. Right. There, there would be capabilities to him. Right. And so I, I really think there's a reason they had it back to back like mm-hmm. that. Just to show you, hey, he's a It's counselor. almost like somebody was in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so sarcastic. <laughs> Monette said that. Like, great word, great word. No, you passed through says it. It's, 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 oh my no, goodness. No, he has said that to me no, before. I would, you know, you <laughs> were saying something about power <laughs> before you decided to strum your banjo there. <laughs> well, he... I thought I did. I don't know. His power, he gives us that power that we need when we're in the midst of our difficulties and in the midst of our struggles. Um, When we need protection, when we need defended, he he is that power that we need. He gives it to us. (laughs) He's laughing at me again. I don't understand. He gives us the strength that we need. Those are the things that he gives us as the mighty God. (laughs) <laughs> she ran that down quick, buddy. She, well, I'm going to actually expand on it because, because I thought that was a great point. No, it so, was an absolute great point. So one of the, the beautiful things that, that <laughs> I really rely on is that God never changes. So yeah. we uh, we tend to think, well, it, can God really do that? Go back to the Old Testament. That's the same God that we have today. Yes. So yes. you start looking at the... You start looking at the events of the Old Testament and, and we think of, you know, him parting the waters and him protecting those that were in the fire. And, you know, that he can do that. Right. It's the same God. Yep. He can handle whatever it is that you're you're laying at his feet. Same God that rose Lazarus from the dead. There you go. I'll I'll take that and one up you. The same God that rose Himself from the dead, <laughs> the same God that ascended to heaven. I mean, we can do this. But and, and that and here's what I want to tell you about that. And, and you said something really that caught my. You know, it's 2020 has been hard. It has been. But do you realize? And I want to because you mentioned the four boys in the fire, or the three boys in the fire, and then the fourth was like Jesus. At any point, he could have stopped 2020. Yep. He yes. could have stopped all this mess. Yep. Now, some people go, oh, well, if he's such a god, why didn't he? Well, he's not your little genie in a bottle there, right, buddy. Right. Just because he didn't doesn't mean he can't. And he wasn't surprised by it. Oh, yeah, he knew it was coming. He's been prepped for all this. Yeah. And so what I want to say is not everybody who is that powerful always shows it every time. Right. I mean, you know, I, I because I've told you guys know this, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in that when those um, three boys in there. And they said, oh, king, we got no reason to answer you. Our God is able to save us. But if not, right. let it be known there, yes. buddy. Yep. We didn't bow. Yep. Right. Okay. So let's, we are quickly running out of time. So let's <laughs> just run on to, oh, and I was going to take you for that one. Mighty God, one of my favorite passages in Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 um, through 16. It's when Jesus steps out of heaven riding a white horse, and we're all right behind him. I've never ridden a horse, and I can't wait. <laughs> I'm not looking for the judgment on the world. 
But I'm just telling you, I can't wait to be riding that horse, y'all. y'all you and I are probably going to be facing the wrong direction, but uh, you know, hey, we're going to be going, though. Either, let me tell you. Hey, you, so, he, he's uh, going to be the guy that's lining up people, and he's going to be the guy going, excuse me, pardon me, trying to get right behind <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, like there's going to be a line, yeah. and you can see one guy come out of place, and you're going you're gonna to see him just slowly getting closer. It's you can okay. say, excuse me, pardon me, coming. It's okay, I know him. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. No, 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 I'm going to be the guy like off Santa Claus, too, the reindeer that was just Chet. That's going to be me with Chet. Chet. That's going to be my, my Yes, you Totally <laughs> that. <laughs> That's gonna be me. I, I, I can see Jesus going, cut the chit chat. <laughs> I can, I can see him getting on the horse backwards. Like that's, 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 that's his original that's thing. He just jumps on and okay. goes, hey, wait, where did everybody go? Wow. All right. <laughs> so had, moving on. I've though. had time to think about that. <laughs> so moving on. I'm telling you guys. What? Go on. Go on. Why'd you get serious all of a sudden? I, I wasn't. Okay, so anyway. Man, I seriously hope you guys get as much out of this. Uh, Lisa Miners actually said this, that it's like you're coming into our, our living room, and that's what we want you mm-hmm. to feel. Yes. It's just us sitting around talking, and this is us. We laugh. <laughs> I laugh. Mona laughs. Drew, Drew's, well, Drew's Drew. And bless his heart. I can say that. That's not the first time I've been, I've been described as that. Well, and I didn't even describe you as bad as I have before and produced it. So that, I hope you enjoy this. Everlasting Father. Oh, my goodness. I wrote a paper about this in seminary. Good. So tell us what it means. <laughs> I'll let y'all, let, let y'all talk about it first. Then, then I'll come in with my theological I, I would deepness. say this. He's the father of eternity. Yeah. That's sort of the picture that you get out of it. Mm-hmm. That that It goes back to sort of what I preached on um, Sunday, uh, the 20th. Um, he's always been. Yes. You know, when you read the word Emmanuel, which is God with us, here's sort of the connotation that you get. So it is, if you didn't hear my sermon, it, it speaks of a deity exhibited that he was always God. Yep. He was always Jesus in the in all of eternity. I believe he was a pre-incarnate. He, he was there symbolically in the Old Testament. He was there pre-incarnately in the Old Testament. He was God. Then he came and walked among us for, 23, for 33 years, and then he's still with us today. Yes, yes. Where two or more gather, I am there, he yep. said. So he is God. He is the father of eternity. It's called everlasting life, not till you sin next time life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it made me think, too, of, of when um, we studied, in Re- when you preached on Revelation, and that when he said, I am the Alpha and Omega, the, who was and is and is to come. And so it, it, you know, it made me think, no matter what your yesterday was like, Jesus was there. Yeah. No matter what your today is like, Jesus is there. And no matter what tomorrow is going to be like, he's there and he's already there. He's already been there. He's already seen it. He knows what is coming. And so what a beautiful picture and how we can trust him because oh, yeah. he was with us then. He's with us now and he'll be with us then. And let's now. go back to last week's episode when we talked about and yet he still died for us. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Knowing all of that. Yep, absolutely. He still died for us. Right. How amazing right. is that? Yep. And one thing that really stood out to me is, so when my grandpa died, you know, that's my dad's dad. And so I realized, hey, my dad's not going to be there forever. You know, mm. my father, my, my earthly father is not going to be there for me ever. Uh, forever. Not you're 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 there. <laughs> Sorry, you're there for me most time. But you know, there's something we need to talk about. All <laughs> no, no, no. But <laughs> there's gonna be a time. You know, when, when when my dad's with with his his dad and with Jesus, and I'm not there. And so 
with everlasting father you know not if the rapture occurs well okay 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 <laughs> let me get my point out do not interrupt me let me finish this time it's you who doesn't want to interrupt and so you know everlasting father tells me that there's there's never going to be a point in time in my life in anyone's life that you know god's not going to be there yes and you know that's really hard for some people because i understand some people don't have a father figure in their life you know i was blessed to have a great father right but but see, there you go. I complimented you. But for those people, they have assurance that they right. they do have assurance that you know my, that my father, my my spiritual father, is also their spiritual father. And he will never leave them nor forsake them, and he is always there. There's never a moment in time in their life, in anyone's life, that he wasn't there. And and so you know, like I said, I wrote a paper about this, and that was the thing that just really stuck out to me was for. If you have a good a good earthly father, a bad earthly father, it doesn't matter because you have a, a spiritual father that's going to be there today, tomorrow. Like you said, if you mess mm-hmm. up, he's still there. Yep. You know, you're never going to push him away. That's right. You know, as long as you're in his hand, nothing can take you away. That's right. And so that, that's, that's what really stuck out to me is is there's never going to be a point in time in your life. In your lowest of lows, highest of highs, God is still there. Right. Yeah. It's a good word. Any thoughts, Dan? Well, uh <laughs> Always. Uh, no, just going down this list, um, you know, we were talking about counselor. You know, so many of the these words are what, and a lot of people, you know, it's not okay anymore to say these things, but this is what men are called to be. Yes. And, and so being that counselor, but again, we point out being that counselor that's aligned with Jesus, that's submitting to Jesus, and, and being that father, you know, probably one of the most frustrating times in my life was the first six months to a year after my child was born. Not because my child was horrible. Just want to put that out there, but because I felt so unprepared and Mm. so that transition to me always being on, on the defensive, always trying to say, well, well, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing a great job. Realizing how, how unprepared I was for it. If you want to be a, a good father, a good husband, a good member of the community, a good anything, follow Jesus' example. Well said. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Hey, let's deal with the last one in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Mona, I want you to tell us about this. You you were looking up something. You got something else? No. You sure? Yeah. Prince of Peace. Mm, Prince of Peace. What? I had Micah. Yeah, the end, basically in Micah 5 2, read like it's the last line it talks about. The eternity part. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. There you go. That just says he's from evermore. Right. You know, all the way back in eternity. Right. Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. All right, you got the final statement about it, too. (laughs) Well, and we should have talked about that for the whole podcast. (laughs) Because really, you know, I just think that that's something that um, as people are facing – all that we've been facing since March with the lockdowns and the virus and, and just everything, we, we've really needed peace. And, and that peace, if you're not in Jesus, is very hard to come by. The, the world is not full of peace. And, and Jesus even said, I've come that you might have peace, and, and the peace that I give is not like what the world gives. Um, and so um, to know that he is our peace. And I love how you have said, Hank, um, that you've defined peace as the presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And until I don't, I, I, I don't think I've ever been fully satisfied with the definition of peace until I heard you say that. And, 
and just knowing that it truly doesn't matter um, what is swirling in the world, um, what the situations you're dealing with, whether it's death of loved ones because of the virus or not because of the virus, or if it's um, just missing people that you can't spend time with, people, family that you can't go and see at Christmas, um, that if you have Jesus, you can have peace. Yes. And it tells us that it's that it's the peace that passes understanding because it doesn't make any, it, it, it truly, if you think about it, doesn't make any sense, but because it comes from Jesus, mm-hmm. then it makes sense. Um, and then, and it works and it's, and it's powerful. Um, and I do wish that we had talked about it longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before I was told we were only focusing on verse six and for some reason seven, <laughs> Um, I thought we were doing the whole chapter, and so I researched on the whole chapter. But I wrote like in my could notes. We cover a whole chapter. <laughs> I, I, I understand my thought process was wrong. Okay, Mona. Now you know why I said let me finish first <laughs> in last week's podcast. And so I wrote overarching theme is peace. Yeah. Because I mean, if you look at the very beginning, he's talking about gloomness and how mm. the Assyrians, you know, were coming in to the promised land and just causing destruction. And right here, Isaiah is saying, "Hey, look, all that's going to happen." But God's still in control. Yes. There, w- there's going to be one that comes that's going to end all this. Yes. He will bring peace. And so right there, that kind of just sums up this whole chapter. Hey, I know it's going crazy, but there is someone coming that will evoke peace throughout this land. Wow. What? <laughs> he did way too much research on this thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm look kidding. what it got. It got him a yeah. good word. Yeah, I like that word. I didn't yeah. screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he didn't have to falls. <laughs> So he, hey, he, and here's the key. And any anything, real quick, Dan. <laughs> the only thing I've got is, is what stands out to me is that in everyone that I've encountered in my life, that I would say really grew my faith and, and served as an example that pointed to Jesus. There's always a peace that this world can't give that they have that's not bound by their circumstances. Right. And that's what I'll say. Tying back into what you said. Here's what he just doesn't give peace. When there is an absence of war, he can give you peace in the midst of the war. Yes, absolutely. He can give you, yeah, he can give you the peace. Um, I'm, and listen to what I'm saying, and then we're going to close. He'll give you the peace in the midst of the storm. Yes. Go ahead, Dan. But he may not take away the storm. No, yeah, right. yeah, that's not. That Habakkuk. I mean, yeah, Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk. Yes. Yeah, Re, yeah. That's a great book <laughs> yeah. for this yeah. year. Yep. Um, he sees the storm coming, asks God to take it away. God says no, but yet he still calms Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk, right. you get to the end of that. Some of the greatest verses in all of Scripture, Habakkuk ends with, um, though there be no um, fruit on the vines, though right. the stalls may be empty, though this is happening, this and that, yet yep. I will trust the Lord. Yep. I got chills. Yep. That's literally what he says. Yep. You know, And I, I have a series that I preach on that, and I, pre- I can preach it I can preach in three chapters, or I can preach it once. Uh, looking, uh, and I'm going to try to give it really quick. Looking at the storm causes confusion. Looking into the storm causes uncertainty. Looking past the storm sees Christ. Yes. Something of that effect. Yep. And that's how you have to live. In the peace, you, if you can find, I'm going to go back to what we ended last week's with. Here's how you know when you have Jesus and he's really reigning supreme. Mm-hmm. When in the midst of the storm, you have peace. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Because that's where I get the definition from. Right. 
And so, and as you say that, then it makes me think because, you know, I think of all the things that people are saying, I'm like, woohoo, 2020 is over and we're going into 2021. But, um, you know, that's not the, what's important. What's important is your relationship with Jesus, because if your relationship with Jesus is right, then it doesn't matter Yeah, what the year is, what the situation is, the things that you're dealing with, because he overrides all of it. Because no matter what happens, he's got his hand on the thermostat. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, all right. We are like way over. <laughs> so, hey, thank you guys. Hey, thank you guys. We're, we're looking forward to um, the Goose of Grace. <laughs> January 21. <laughs> looking for that. Hey, I am um, Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. It's my privilege to be on this podcast mm. with you. Yes, um, gosh, yes. I speak for Mona and myself, my home slice here. We're so thankful you yes. guys are listening. Um we are literally have our minds have been blown by the response uh, I, to us. I, I would say I know we've gone over, but let me just say the biggest blessing of twenty of twenty twenty. Yeah, and um, started this in the midst of. I remember Hank Collins said, "How do you feel about being around people?" Like I'm good, um, but really, truly, the biggest blessing that has come. Yeah, it's been fabulous, and guys, seriously, you know, I know we laugh and joke. Can't wait. Thank you, producer Dan. Yep. Uh, you've been producing it all year, and I know yep. it's not like real quick. Drew, you've been hanging there with us. Um, thank you for it's a great last time. No, nah, we'll have <laughs> we'll have you back. We'll have you back. It's nice hey, knowing you, buddy. So let's um let's Go pray to the dungeon, and um then we'll we'll close. Father God, we thank you. God, as, as this year's coming to a close, and and we've laughed. We're glad we're going into twenty twenty one. But God, it doesn't matter. You're still in control. Mm-hmm. We we we're just here. Uh, for our days for you to do your work and help us work until the dark comes. And Lord, we love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.